COVID-19 Market Realities. Brought to you by New Zealand Trade and Enterprise. Saudi Dairy. Hello, this is Hiba Aburiala, Business Development Manager based in Saudi Arabia in NZTE office, looking after the SMB sector in Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, Bahrain, and Oman. Today, I will be interviewing Graham Hamilton, uh, NZTE Beachhead Advisor who is based in Saudi Arabia and who has an experience of 43 years in the dairy sector in the region. Graham, good morning. Good morning. Graham, what do you think the main changes that is happening into the dairy sector in, in the region since COVID-19 has started? Very interesting changes in that the consumer has been looking for more local fresh products than had been expected. And a lot of companies have really focused on that to make sure that they optimize their sales. And across DCC, all are reporting a significant increase in sales over the same period last year, upwards of 20%. So a very, very positive uh, move on the fresh products. New Zealand dairy companies are interested in what they can supply into that chain. And uh, you know, many of the, of the dairy companies supply long life products. And uh, that obviously will give added momentum to those sales. Do you think the main players in, in the dairy sector in these countries will remain the same during COVID-19 period and maybe after this period is passing? Yes, I don't think there'll be a significant change and I don't think there'll be any changes that are linked to COVID-19. There are some underlying changes with a couple of the companies in Saudi Arabia. In the UAE, there's a very strong food security program and the dairy companies are being asked to be part of that food security program. For example, the Alien dairies have bought in 12,000 extra cows, which is significantly more than their sales capability is, but they are planning for the future to get food security within uh, the Emirate. It was anticipated that there might be significant problems in moving milk between the different countries and that has not been the case. The milk has moved from Saudi to Kuwait to UAE to Oman. I think one should complement the supply chain transport distribution elements on being able to keep going during this pandemic. Um, and I think globally it has been quite surprising how well the supply chains have functioned. Truck drivers van drivers, delivery drivers, were all able to get out and do their business. I know that the management of the dairy companies were paranoid about making sure that the delivery service was A1 to their customers. They weren't leaving any gaps to allow people to move to other type of products. There was a real ethos of customer service among the companies in Saudi and UAE and Kuwait, Oman. New Zealand have had plenty of orders coming in from the GCC over the last six weeks, two months, and that's encouraging. And the supplies are coming through. There was a, a worrying period at the start of the COVID where shipping containers were potentially in short supply. That appears to have been sorted out and goods are getting delivered as planned. Air freighting is a problem. Air freighting is expensive, but it's not a major part of the overall dairy business in the Middle East. 
we have heard that the demand of data products generally is increasing. How do you think that COVID-19 could benefit the dairy industry in the region? And if there are new opportunities in the market, where are they exactly? There's an interesting situation in the GCC. There's a lot of loyalty to local production. The residents and the nationals are very proud of local production. There is an element of confidence that the product is coming from a well-controlled environment within their own countries. So that has helped sustain and actually increase demand. I would say it's a couple of percentage points higher than would have been anticipated in this time of the year. COVID has brought a bit more localness to the consumer. Dairy products is a key part of the Arab diet. They like milk products, they like yogurts, they like quarg, they like cheeses, they like lemna. The opportunities are in you know, ingredients, milk powders, butter fats, protein bases, and that's on the dairy scene. Meat is obviously still a major product because that can be produced much more cost-effectively abroad than it can be in the Middle East. And what is your best advice to New Zealand dairy companies that are interested in Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, Oman and Kuwait dairy sector? I think there's a great opportunity, but it can't be done from long range. It's very important that the New Zealand companies come to the Middle East, see the companies in operation, know that they're dealing with companies that have a similar operational chemistry to their own businesses and that they can work together. The reason for having face-to-face conversations is to understand the nature of the business. People often like to give you the good news and they don't open up on the hassles and problems and challenges that they have. Obviously, the Zoom-type conversations are useful and the GCC business people are well-versed in technology, so I don't see a big difficulty in that being a means. NZTE have a, a very active team on the ground and they can handle some of the visitations that might be required. It is a matter of being persistent in getting communications going with with clients or potential clients. Thank you, Graham. This is very useful insights. The supply chain between the GCC countries uh, is very strong uh, and New Zealand companies will need to keep their communication channels with local companies open. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you very much. You've been listening to an NZT podcast. For more insights and tools to help your business, go to covid19.nzte.govt.nz.